1: today we've got a great malicious compliance story all about cleaning up a fast food chain we'll get into that in a bit but first you're my battle buddy that means we look out for each other and you're not to leave my side got that yes sir this is my friend bell's story and takes place in the mid 90s when bell was a senior in high school bell had a cantankerous great uncle named todd like many 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 people in bell's family uncle todd had served in the army After being honorably discharged, he took up the family's homestead and worked as a farmer, while the rest of the family lived in town about 20 miles away. Uncle Todd was a real old salt. And when I say salt, I don't mean salt of the earth, I mean saltier than a sailor. He was the kind of person who would sit on the front porch with his shotgun and a box of salt pellets, waiting for any neighbor kids to try and steal from his prized apple orchard. Needless to say, you were either on his good side or his bad side. Most of the family were, sadly, on his bad side. Somehow, Bell got on the old man's good side early on in life and he didn't give her near as much grief. When he showed him her letter from West Point, he had tears in his eyes. Beginning when she was a freshman in high school, she was hired to help him out as he was getting up in age. Every day before sunup, he'd pick her up in his battered old Ford pickup and drive her to the farm. Every time they arrived, he'd tell her, You're my battle buddy. That means we look out for each other and you're not to leave my side. Got that? She'd snap a salute and say, yes, sir. They'd get about their day, and at the end, Uncle Todd would drive her home and pay her for the day, for a job well done, and treat her to a Coke and a sandwich from the town grocery store. Bill has many fond memories of that old man. That being said, there were some days that he'd be particularly grouchy. This particular story takes place on one of these days, right around Christmas time, Even though most of the family was on Uncle Todd's bad side, he'd still host Christmas dinner as tradition dictated. Once again, he hired Belle to help him prepare the house for the family. Belle could tell the old man was unhappy about something, so she decided to stay out of his way as much as humanly possible to avoid getting chewed out. That being said, he growled and grumbled at her so many times that day that it got on her nerves and she wished that she had elected to stay home. All that said, she was still being paid, so she decided to stick it out. They were on the second floor of the house, cleaning out the rooms when Uncle Todd went to the storage closet at the end of the hall to get more linen. Now, I say storage closet, but it was a small, windowless room that was too small to be a bedroom, so it became a storage closet. The lock on the door was the type that would lock on the outside and unless you had a clothes hanger or knew how to disengage the lock on the inside, there was no unlocking it. Unfortunately, it was a flimsy lock, so trouble was bound to happen. Uncle Todd was in such a foul mood that he slammed the door to the closet shut after he entered. It was so loud that Bell jumped. Unfortunately, he slammed it so hard that it damaged the flimsy lock. She heard him cursing and trying to unlock the door, then she heard him bark. Belle! She stepped out. Yes, Uncle Todd? Dang door won't unlock, and you unlock it from your side. Bell decided to get back at him for his nasty behavior. You're my battle buddy, remember? I'm not supposed to leave your side. Cue a stream of curses from Uncle Todd that would have made a sailor say, Well, I never. He then finished with, You're fired! Belle had just intended to let him stew for a few minutes while she found a clothes hanger to jab the lock but he had sealed his own fate. I'm fired? Okay, I guess I'll head home then. Have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Wait, I mean from being my battle boy.
0: In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storytimepod. Buddy. Bye, Belle said. Get back here right now. Belle laughed as she left to the sounds of him cursing and begging her to come back. Now, she had no intention of letting the old salt stay there all night. Since he had the keys, she couldn't drive the pickup truck. So she elected to walk to the neighbor's house, which was about a couple of miles down the road. She was strolling down the side of the road when a squad car pulled over. A young man looked at her. What are you doing out here, ma'am? Oh, my great-uncle Todd Logan locked himself in his house and I was going to get help. Todd Logan? I wasn't aware the old man had any family, he said. Yep, he does, Bill said. Well, son of a bench, the young man said, thinking for a minute. Hop in. I'll help you get him out. Thank you, she said. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. He said, nah, I was delivering some things to my grandmothers. She'll understand if I'm a few minutes late. Bell got in and the officer turned around, taking them back to the farm. Unfortunately, the lock was damaged to the point that jabbing the clothes hanger in the door didn't work, so the officer had to kick down the door. All in all, he was there for maybe an hour or so. Uncle Todd was nice and quiet and mumbled an apology to Bell after thanking the officer. Bell walked the officer back to the squad car and while they talked, the officer introduced himself as Adam Smith and asked for her number she gave it to him and they started dating after that uncle todd was a lot nicer to Belle after that well not only was uncle todd nicer to Belle, at least uncle todd could be sure that they could trust their new boyfriend also hi i'm steven and if you guys enjoy awesome malicious compliance stories why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below that said our next story is just clean up okay shortly after graduating high school I began working at the Clown Man fast food chain. My first few shifts, I was shadowing a trainer as she was teaching me how to run the front. She clearly would have rather have been anywhere else. Once the rush of customers died down and I no longer needed to be at the register, I asked her what my tasks should be. She said I could clean and organize the front counter. I cleaned off the counter pretty quick as I'd already been doing that between customers, so I asked her what else I could do. She rolled her eyes and said, If you see something dirty, clean it. Then walked away to chat with some co workers. Cue malicious compliance. The lobby in front of me was a mess with overflowing trash cans, so I began emptying them and taking them to the back. The lobby was L shaped, so there was a side which was out of view of the front register. Once I'd emptied all of the front area cans, I went to the other side. I had emptied two of those trash cans, then rounded the corner to find my trainer at the register with a customer. As soon as she saw me, she looked ticked and asked, Where were you? I showed her the trash, and she told me to wait in the back for her. A moment later, she appears with a fire under her butt saying, You are not supposed to abandon your station. What were you doing? As I was freshly 18 at the time, I meekly told her, You told me to clean whatever was dirty. She was apparently very offended and told me I needed to drop the attitude, then stormed off to tattle to the manager. It took a moment to collect myself as I was on the verge of angry tears. Then I made my way back to the front register. The trainer was off to the side, talking to co-workers and the manager, clearly complaining about me. As she saw me, she shot me some icy daggers and then the manager left her to come talk to me. The manager was nice enough and just said, For the future, if there are no customers, clean the front counter even if it's already clean so you can be there for customers. I thanked her for telling me. In the 4 months of my employment there, I was never scheduled at the same time as that trainer again until one of my last shifts. I got hired at a government job so I was very excited to start making some decent money. During one of my last shifts, I guess the trainer had heard I was leaving. She came up to me and not-so-subtly, condescendingly said, Leaving us so soon, are we? I played dumb and said, yeah, I'm so excited to start working at Insert Job. It'll be a nice increase of income. The way her face dropped and the look of angry jealousy that spread across her was priceless. Eat my dust, loser. See, to me, I feel like that's just so much front counter cleaning that you're just going to like rub the paint and finish right off of that counter, aren't you? Shoot, even if it's granite, you're just going to start rubbing away the pure rock at that point. This next story is, you suspended me for seven days, not six. So for context, this happened back in 2015 slash 2016. I'm a single mom, 23 year old female at the time and only had a young son to tend to. So, I was waitressing at a restaurant that I'll call East End for this story that was in the heart of the rough area of our town. But a major success due to the support of our community and area-wide parties we were known for throwing, it even resulted in another restaurant being built on the west coast. However, behind the scenes, our best known secret was that our checks would never clear and cashing them anywhere was always an issue due to mismanagement of funds. They even put $0 on my W-2 form, even though I put back funds from each supposed check, which I think is illegal. Throughout this, I stayed faithful to them and worked hard almost daily bringing my son with me from lack of childcare. I even worked an entire month from 9am to sometimes 3am. I was eventually made top waitress and got a 25 cent raise, which wasn't much on waitress pay, but still, every penny counted. But soon, the owner passed the company down to his son. And when his son took over, everything was okay until he hired two employees. I'll call them Tina, an older female, and Leah, an old schoolmate. So over time, I noticed that my boss's son started getting closer to them to a point where they were hanging out after work then one day a meeting occurred to where they both named managers even though i had two years of seniority and top sales and my job title and pay raise were both taken as if that was not heartbreaking enough my work ethic started getting picked apart by them especially tina who would call me a table hog and not a team player even though i brought in the most sales so finally the last straw came on an event night I had worked the entire lunch rush that day and was asked to cover the lead shift since they knew I knew how to work it. Tina decided to make me the register waitress, meaning I could only work the front bar and door and not take tables. You made enough money for today, she said with a snark and walked off. Now, my family happened to walk in and requested for me to host their table. There was a role saying that if a certain worker was requested, that worker would take it. But my manager was upset by this because she had to work front of my place. By the end of the night, she pulled up the computer and the following conversation happens. Tina said, what did you do for this table? Me, confused and angry, said, who's questioning my orders? Tina, taken aback, said, I was wanting to see was what you did for them worth being suspended for a week. I had no choice but to work when as a manager, I'm supposed to just sit back and observe everything to make sure things go right. I said, excuse me? You know the rule, but you know what, whatever. Freak this. I stormed out in tears. The next day I go in for my check when I notice on the schedule that I was only suspended for 6 days and scheduled to work on the 7th day for a huge party that was supposed to happen. Cue malicious compliance. I went directly to the boss and told him I thought I was suspended for 7 days, not 6, and had plans for that day, which I didn't to be honest. My boss saw this and pointed it out to Tina, who had no choice but to enforce my suspension. That night I drove by and the streets were packed. I blew the horn and waved. The staff told me that due to poor planning of suspension of her best server and being short-staffed, she struggled to find coverage and was yelled at by the boss for her poor leadership and she had to work it herself. I found a job that week and quit and told them that my two weeks notice was when they would notice I wasn't coming back. I mean, when you work in a place like this and they just discarded you and treated you bad like that and then you leave so sour, I would suppose the only thing keeping you back from reporting this place to some kind of government body that would regulate and check into all of this weird financial stuff going on is just the fact that you might get caught up in the crosshairs and get more work than it's worth for you. Our next story is, my 8 year old daughter just malicious complianced me. I'm tired of seeing her clothes all over the floor when she has a laundry basket right there in her room, so I went off on her and told her to get all her dirty clothes off her floor and into the laundry room. I go about doing some other things and I come back and there are still some towels and socks on the floor, so I tell her to get those too. She says, I didn't know you meant towels. I say, get everything that is washable off your floor and into the laundry room. I come back up 20 minutes later and every stuffed animal and sheet along with the towels are in the laundry room now because in her words, you said everything washable. Just be glad you caught her with just stuffed animals and you didn't catch her mid screeching the dresser across the floor to the laundry room. I mean you really want to get technical if you want to say everything washable. I mean just about anything can be washed right? At least she didn't start like trying to pull up the carpet.